Yo, you're listening to Tell Me Why with Dez and Jordan. And yo, Dez, what up, brother? <laughs> what's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Tell Me Why. Uh, we are going to have a packed episode for you today. Uh, but first, yo, my guy, how you feeling today? How you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. Um, yeah, golf yesterday, you know, okay. um, did better than last weekend, so Wins a win, right? You so shoot? you shoot them. I don't straight? want to tell you. No, I don't want to tell you. It's fine. It's better. <laughs> better. better? Felt better, better, right? Yes. Look better. Swing got better. There you go. So, yeah, and it was funny too. I actually ran into some kids that I went to high school with, but just didn't know. For real? Yeah. Small ass world. Yeah. Like same same year as you and everything. Um, two years below. So okay, so y'all was in the yep. school at the same time, but didn't really know each other. Exactly. It's funny how yep. that goes. Where'd you Small play? World, man. Were you close to home or close back to where we, you grew up? Yeah, no, we played um down the shore at Shoregate, right Ooh, outside of Seattle. Yeah, yeah, real nice spot, man. It cost like, like a buck thirty to get in man, for the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Brian Caroline's dad loves 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 it. So we okay. went back. Yeah, you got some but water it's a good, hazards on good that spot. What's that? You got some water hazards you got to shoot over. Oh, a lot of them, man. A lot of water hazards. Like, whole seven is, like, there's, like, the fairway, and then there's a dune that just follows it the whole way through. And, of course, last Damn. weekend, I was in the dune the whole time. And that's, this, I, I was going to say, that's probably all you were seeing. I yeah, like exactly. an obstacle like that, that's yep. when you get locked in on it, and yeah. you end up straight to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Brian keeps, Brian keeps telling me, like, you know, the more you play the course, the more, like, you'll get yeah. better at it. So Absolutely. You get to visualize, visualize it a lot better. That's what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? I played yesterday myself. I only played nine. Uh, I got out before it got too hot. Yeah. Uh, I played nine, met this new dude who was real cool, just came up, uh, met with me on three. We were playing out in Abington. Um, Dope. Nine holes. I shot a 44 on nine, bro. I was like, felt pretty good. So That's really good. That's really good, actually. That's all, pretty much all pars and bogeys for me. I think I had one double on the nine. But everything else is pretty. It was feeling pretty good yesterday, baby. That's legit. My keeping, um, keeping that weight distribution right, getting that extension through contact, follow through, baby. I was looking like Steph Curry with the follow through, leaving it up there, baby. I left it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking more like Ben Simmons right now, but <laughs> I'll get better. <laughs> so, yeah, yo, just be better. like Ben. Be like Ben. Yeah. He's back in the gym, baby. You see him in here. He's right? always in the gym. <laughs> He's always in the gym. He's still gonna suck. It doesn't matter. No doubt. Matter. No doubt. I don't know what I he does do there other than take photos, but yeah. that must be it. It's all right. You'll you'll get your Steph Curry on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I wanted to. I know we talked about you know what we've been doing, what we've been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to really check in though. Like when I ask you how you doing, I want to know like how you feeling. Like what feeling, what emotion are you coming into the podcast with today? For me. I'm excited, bro. I'll tell you why if you want me to tell me why. If you want me to go first, I'm feeling excited. We got team camp tomorrow for the Vox Cougar football team, baby. We're going uh, with ODAP, uh, Coach V and her organization. So we'll be heading out of town. Uh, we got an overnight camp. It's the first time a lot of the kids are going to go to an overnight camp. Um, but ODAP is an organization that uh, this uh, woman, Coach V, started. She used to coach football, Penn Charter. Um, she started this organization to help use football to bridge the gap to helping young men and young women uh, regulate their emotions, uh, focus on violence prevention, because we know that's a problem here in the city, um, and getting to kids to understand their emotions 
and know how to regulate those emotions and how to react to those emotions. Like that's a huge thing that you don't really learn. So if you don't have somebody teaching yeah. you how to quit, it's something that it's a skill that you got to learn kind of on the fly by trial and error. And sometimes the trials and the errors can be life and death in certain situations. Mm -hmm. So if you can find controlled ways to do that, uh, and I'm so appreciative to Coach V and ODAT for creating this organization with this mission. So like I said, we have camp coming up tomorrow. We had a 707 last week. We went up against uh, Franklin. Uh, I'm sorry, Frankfurt. And, oh, man. Oh, and Thomas Edison. So we had a little okay. 707 scrimmage last week. And we looked pretty good, boy. The Cougars are coming, baby. We look good. We That's had cool. our, our defense, baby. Was strong. Congrats, man. That's cool. We're strong, That's cool. Man, man. So excited for football season. What's uh, what what emotion you got feeling right now? Um, I I don't know. I'm just like tired. <laughs> it's not an emotion, but uh, that. I don't know. You know, just just got you know work coming up and everything like that. But um, actually, I am pretty excited for this, this weekend or next weekend, I should say, because I'm going to West Palm Beach. Ooh. My boy Denzel's getting married, so it's his bachelor party. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun, yeah. So we're just gonna, um, you know, golf and do dinners and do all that fun stuff at the beach. That's what's up. That's what's up. Good times, bro. Congrats to yeah. to Denzel and his and his future spouse. So shout out to y'all. Have a good time, okay. there. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, we talked about our feelings. We talked about what's going on in the world. Uh, what we've been up to. We gotta talk about some crazy shit that's been going on in the world. What you want to start Let's with? Do it. We got a whole bunch on the lineup, bro. What do you want to talk about? You pick. You want me to pick? You want me to go? You really want me to have this power to pick what we're going to talk about? Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going, uh, first thing we're going to talk about. Sex. Let's keep it. <laughs> Damn, dog. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We ain't just going to jump straight into the S. Oh, man. Gotta give the people something to wait for. You know? <laughs> Listen to the first part and then bop off. You gotta give them something to wait for. You feel me? Let's talk about um, this new NBA Cup. Did you see what they're doing in the NBA? Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're gonna be having a mid-season tournament. They've been talking about this since damn near before we even started working in the NBA back in the day. So this has been yeah. in the talks for six, seven years at least. Mm -hmm. um, but they're finally doing it. It's gonna be starting this year. Uh, I heard about it from Rachel Nichols uh, on her Instagram. So 30 teams, all 30 teams are going to compete. Eight teams are going to advance, and then one team gets crowned the champion of the in-season tournament. Uh, I think they're doing this in November or December. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Um, it's going to be different for sure. You know, just growing up, obviously, an uh, NBA fan, excuse me, um, you know, just – so used to like just like the regular season, you know, and then playoffs and then finals. So it's going to be different, different feel. Um, I think it'll be fun though. Like hopefully we just do it right. And um, um, yeah, I don't know. But can you? So how does it work with the groups though? So they broke the teams up, and it almost looks like it's kind of tiered with how you've been performing previously. Okay. Um, so it looks like they took into account just from what I'm looking at. It looks like they're taking into account. Um, market size, geographic location, and how your team's been performing recently. So they're not stacking any one pool. They're not putting the Lakers and the Heat and the Celtics and all those teams in the same bracket to start. So it's going to yeah. be pool play style. So you're going to have, you know, that team that you expect to come out, the team that might be the challenger, the team you don't really expect much from, and the team that you know is getting bounced out. So they're 
kind of steering it that way, breaking up those pools. Um, but this is going to be going down in November, December timeframe. So that's normally a time that like basketball is not really on and popping. Like for real, for real, even you look back at historical ticket sales, historical attendance, viewership on TV, uh, October, November, early December games, low. So mm. this is a business move. Like the NBA is a business and they've been doing their business pretty damn well as of as of late, like the last 30, 40 years, they've been really crushing it as a business. So this is just going to be another huge revenue driver for them. Um, getting this in-season tournament in a time frame when they normally have low attendance, low viewership. Um, it's going to be out in Vegas. So it's going to be that whole other like party lifestyle oh, that's cool. uh, okay. vibe to it too. So it's going to really get the NBA season started earlier because typically that those Christmas Day games are the first ones you really care about. Uh, when it was yeah. Sixers that time or... Celtics Knicks uh then you get the you get all day basketball on Christmas now you're gonna have a you know a couple day tournament that people are gonna be getting juiced about before those Christmas day games roll around so I think it's a great idea I'm super excited for it um good move NBA good move (laughs) yeah it's pretty cool so so how does it work so like um the team that wins the cup or whatever, do they get any like incentives for playoffs or any like home field advantage or whatever? Or just like, hey, you won the cup, but then they just kind of move on. So I think the first thing is that there's going to be a new trophy. So there is going to be a cup trophy. Uh, and I think it's going to be more like uh, the Stanley Cup, where it's something that like the teams get to hold on to and like have an experience with. I know. The Stanley Cup to me is like the coolest trophy to win because every player gets to have some time with it. Yeah. And you've seen people do crazy stuff like take it swimming. Uh, you've seen people like drinking beers out of it, taking shots out of it. But the Larry O'Brien trophy is just, it's a basketball. Like it's not really something you can interact with. It's super cool to win it, but there's not really that experience part. So the first thing is winning the actual trophy. Um, I don't know if there's any additional stuff for the teams are you you know anything about it no that's why i asked and my other question was <laughs> going to be um <laughs> my other question was going to be like where like where does this weigh in terms of like winning right so it's not like do you consider do you get a ring like is it like like is this going to count like is it going to count like the like, the same way that the uh the the don't count yeah, for your for your like, stats right is this? I'm assuming this is going to be something separate from statistics, but it's mid-season. They're not, are they adding games for this? I that's what I, I, I don't know. Like I, have, I have no idea. Um, Let's, let me see. But also, so, what I'm saying is, I can't uh, see like, them adding extra the games. Like the players aren't going to be cool with adding extra games to the 82. If you win the NBA Cup, like where does that weigh? Like in terms of legacy, like hey, like, I know they get brand. Are we considering that? Up. Yeah. They get branded up. Uh, there is an MVP. There's an all-tournament team. Uh, so all that stuff is obviously based off player performance in the group play and the knockout rounds. And then there will be, like, the finals of the in-season tournament MVP. Uh, same way you would have, for, like, NBA finals MVP. I don't really know what the players, what the teams get, though. Like, I don't know if that's been rolled out or if that's still stuff they're trying to decide. Uh, but it's it's a lot of basketball, man. It's twenty. It's gonna end up being twenty two games. The way the bracket is set up, because you've got uh, you've got the pool play, right? So group group play, 
is going to be 15 teams in each conference divided into three groups. So you're going to have 15 teams from the West, 15 teams from the East broken up into five groups or three groups of five. So the West is going to have group A, group B, group C. Man, there's some there's some hitters, bro. There's going to be some tough games. Like I'm looking at B. It's got the Nuggets who just won the chip. The Clippers who might be making some moves to try and get some big name players. The Pelicans, the Mavericks, and the Rockets. Like that's what I mean. Like the Rockets. Nobody's expecting the Rockets to come out of that. But yeah. it's cool to make them have some meaningful games early in the year. Uh, your boys. Cool. Ooh. I know we got a tough division. Dumb. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Bucks. That might be the, the toughest East. one. I know. Because it's it's the Bucks, the Heat. Who knows what the Heat are going to look like? The Wizards and the Hornets. That's a that's a tough group to come out of. The Sixers look like they got a, a decent one. Sixers, Cavs, uh, Atlanta, Indiana, and Detroit. The Sixers don't come out of that, man. Then you know the other one is this going to make the earlier season games more interesting? Like right. people are going to be talking like, oh, well, this team did well in the in the in season finals. Maybe they got right a real final. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. More basketball, baby. Bring it on. Let's do Bring it. On. I know that's a little while away, but uh, you see what my man, uh, damn, what's the big dude? Andre Drummond used to be a yeah. $100 million player, and he was telling the young cats, bro, he was, spitting, he was spitting free game for real from life experience. Like, he was trying to keep these young players, like, thinking the right way, like, you got to be honest with yourself. He said, he came out and said that he used to be a $100 million player and he was getting those checks. He wasn't putting in the work. He stopped having the abilities and the performances of a $100 million player. And next contract, he was league minimum, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lifestyle change going from a $100 million contract to league minimum. And I think that's that's big advice. Like, And to get it from someone who really lived it, and saw it from both sides, saw it all the way from the top. Like, you remember that when 2016, 17, Drummond was like, Drummond was that dude. Yeah, he was one of the best bigs in the, in the whole league. It didn't last long. So, like, you got you to gotta get it right when you fit it, like, and take care of it, set it can't up. Get, can't get that's generational money if you, yeah. if you plan it, plan it right. I love the players that, like, uh, Marshawn Lynch notoriously never spent a game check. He was just living off of his Skittles money and all his other sponsorships. Like, to me, that's the way. Smart man. Can you imagine putting away all those game checks, bro? You imagine going to getting to go play your favorite sport, and then you come back and there's a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account that wasn't there before. I know. That'd be sick. That'd be crazy, bro. That's a lot of money just just waiting for you. Come true. I know it's a ton of work that goes into it, but damn, that's some work I, I don't mind putting in. Yeah, definitely some work I don't mind putting in. Um, all right, so we've been talking a whole bunch about basketball and NBA. There's some other shit going on in the world. You see, uh, we got to talk relationships, right? You in a relationship, right? <laughs> Three years strong, brother. Three years strong, but that's a long time. Y'all just got back from family vacay. Y'all been, yeah, y- y'all, y'all in a relationship. You've been there for a minute. Uh, I'm in a relationship, been married for coming up on two years, been with my wife for damn near a third of my life at this point. Definitely in that shit, bro. But you see what happened with Jonah Hill and his most recent relationship that he came out of? So not the one he's in now. So Jonah Hill just had a baby with some lady. I don't really know who she is. 
but he was dating this other lady, right? <laughs> Remember? And she came out and kind of put him on some of the some of the stuff that he had said. She had receipts. Like she had the, the comments and the conversations had been had. And <laughs> Jonah's Jonah's kind of on the hot seat right now for for all of that. Um it, I don't really care so much about his particular situation. I more want to talk about like what's fair, what's foul. Like, is it cool to give up full transcripts of somebody's text conversation when you after you after you've broken up? I don't think it's cool. I think it like that should be like a law. <laughs> a law. Or something. You can't just be doing that. <laughs> Damn. All right, so right, everyone's gonna say gotta... mean shit if they're in the middle of a breakup. But they, bro, that's that's part of the shit though. So we got to talk a little more context. So Jonah Hill yeah. was dating uh, for Sarah Brady. Is that her name? Yeah, Sarah Brady. So Sarah Brady's uh, she's a professional uh, surfer. So there was this whole conversation that had happened between them about what was okay for her to be doing, what was okay for her, what wasn't okay for her to be doing. Um, so the first conversation from Jonah Hill, right? So respect, however, respect, Jonah says, respect, however, you want to live your life, you only get one. Sort of done explaining myself. Sarah says, three removed, not the video yet. So referencing back to a, a surfing video that she had posted. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? Jonah says, yes. One that isn't your ass in a thong. Sarah says, not a thong, but K. Just hit him with the K, dog. That's how you know it's getting spicy. Next, Jonah <laughs> says, and as far as other pictures, you in a bathing suit, surfing or not. So she's got to get rid of Mind you, she's a surfer, bro. Like, I don't know what she's supposed to wear when she's surfing other than, like, a bathing suit. But proceed. <laughs> right. uh, Jonah says, in response to uh, not a thong, but K, he says, I'm done. There's tons I'm just going back the past month. You want to argue and I don't. Sarah says, you're done? What does that mean? Jonah says, I'm just, ex I'm over explaining myself. You don't seem to get it. And she ended up going, removing the post from her page. Jonah says, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You, ref you refuse to let go of some of them and you've made that clear. And I hope it makes you happy. So, Who's right? Who's wrong in this, in your opinion? I mean, I feel like there's two sides to every story, and um, right. we don't we don't know the you know the whole thing. But I don't know, man. Like, if if Jonah had some some uh, deal breakers that you know he was very passionate about, and he was like, "Hey, you kind of broke these rules, or not rules, but you know, you didn't do something that I asked you to do, or." Vice versa, whatever the case was, I don't know. I mean, you, like you got to respect yourself first, right? So if if um, you know if she chose to be free and do her own thing, then that's the decision that she made, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, right. But again, as as a person, you know, dating another person, like you have to compromise and you have to make things work. Um, you know, and just doesn't sound like they were doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> 100% uh, agree that they were not 
aligned on what was what was cool, what was right in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two people probably shouldn't be together. I think Jonah Hill was fucking tripping, dog. I think he was straight up tripping, bro. Like he had a list of demands of things that like go against what she does professionally. Like, yeah, See, like, like this like, is just her job, and it wasn't like it wasn't like they were together, right? She had one job. They got together. She went and got a different job that he didn't know about. And it's also not like, like her job was a surfer, bro. Like she's not out here doing like illegal shit. She's yeah. not out here like, she's, she's just surfing. She's standing on a surfboard, bro. <laughs> like right. she's wearing the uniform that people but wear. she's going to wear a fucking bikini and thong. Yeah. Like if, if, if she had been a surfer, right. Say she had been a surfer. They got together and then she decided that she wanted to do porn or something. Like that to me is, 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 is different. Like yeah. now you are doing something physical with other people that aren't me, the person that you came into this relationship with. That's, that's something we have to have a conversation with. She was a surfer. They started dating. Mm-hmm. Jonah got mad because, all right, like cool. We're out of this cool honeymoon phase where I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me. This is stuff that I came in with insecurities about myself as a man. Mm-hmm. And now I want you to change your behavior and your profession to fit to my me feel ego and make me feel better about myself. Right. Like, bro, I saw the picture he was talking about, and she's just she's just wearing a bathing suit. It ain't no thong. It ain't up in her ass crack. Like, even if yeah, it was, that's her choice. Like, even if it was, like, that was from yeah. before. Like, I don't. I think it's foul to like get into somebody's past start going through their old Instagram and like telling them what they can and cannot have up. Like that was there. That was public information before you started dating them, before you said, Hey, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Before you had that conversation, that stuff was already out. So I think Jonah Hill's super fair, super foul on this one. Super foul. Jonah, stop tripping. <laughs> and just, yeah. Yeah. Just bro. Just be confident, bro. Like who cares? That's my thing. Like Jonah, you, you cool, bro. Like, you seem cool. Now you just seem like a like a like a dork. A little bitch. Like you seem like a dork for being mad at this stuff. And the timing on it is a little suspect. Like uh there's been some talk around the timing of when Sarah Brady put this stuff out. Um she kind of defended herself. She so Jonah Hill and his now fiance, I forget that lady's name, but they just had a baby. So Sarah Brady put this out after the baby was born because she didn't want to put this stress on the mom, which, you know whatever if it was going to come out it was going to come out but the whole thing congrats to jonah hill and his new lady their baby hope y'all have a happy relationship baby's good sarah brady hope you're good but like this whole shit was entertaining to me because i just love seeing celebrities dealing with regular people shit like regular people <laughs> bullshit because <laughs> you can't escape some of it you can't escape some of the nonsense um i know she just is one of them so <laughs> there you go <laughs> There you freaking go. Um, speaking of relationships, we sliding into kind of combining our sports talk and our relationship talk by talking about what Stephen A. Smith had to say. Stephen A. Smith, outspoken, talented, uh, influential, uh, well-versed, stepping into new mediums. Uh, as far as not just being in sports, but stepping into politics a little bit, Stephen A. Smith has been. Um, but yeah, he's one of the most influential entertainers, sports critics, uh, you know, 
just people that people that are in the know uh, of our generation. And he had a lot to say about the words S E and X this week. You get a chance to check that out. Um, I did, but it was a few days ago. So, yeah, our man Stephen A. Smith, he took a call on his show about a gentleman who was uh, saying that his what his his gentleman's lady wanted too much from him out of the bedroom. He was like, I can't give her 45 minutes. I can't oh, give yes. her an hour. I got 10 minutes, dog. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith didn't agree. Stephen A. was like, yo, bro, you're tripping. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. You got to give your lady ass. 45 minutes. 45 minutes or more, you're not a man. <laughs> and he called him out. We'll have one to show. Mm. It was Stephen A got into him. And he uh he made me want to ask you, like, bro, is 45 minutes enough? Is 45 minutes too much? How long is enough? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think, you know, there's a reason why quickies are around, right? You okay. know, that's why that's why it's called a quickie, right? It's quick. Um it's so yeah, I think and also, it depends on, like, what's going on. Like, what's the vibe? Like, where are we at? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we, <laughs> are we like, sneaking it, like, you know what I'm saying, downstairs in the basement while everyone's upstairs? Because 45 minutes is going to be a long time for that. Right? A long time to be like, missing. Like, yeah, right? Like, like, or, like, are we on vacation, with hotel room by ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, facing the beach? Yeah. 45 minutes to an hour? Yeah, keep it going. Grab some, you know... Shit to, to throw in the mix, like oh, whoa, whoa, you yeah, gotta you tell me what are you grabbing, bro? Whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you need, man. <laughs> yo, you said whatever you need, resourceful, if nothing else, that's been dated, yeah. resourceful, man. <laughs> Get pretty crazy. Bro, 45 minutes though every time? Come on now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 45 right. minutes every time is wild, bro. Like, nah, it can't be. Because, nah. bro, if that, that's a 45 minutes turns into an hour real fast. Mm -hmm. You got prep time, you got pre time, you got post time. Like, 45 minutes, bro. I don't have the, I don't have an hour. No. Nah. There's only 23, yeah, bro, that's 23 hours the rest of the day. I mean, if you're on vacation, again, you know, that's like, different. Possibly. You know, but bro, just regular, just on the reg. Nah. I wish people would be honest. I wish people would just be honest, bro. Stephen A. Smith ain't putting it down for 45 fucking minutes. He's not. Unless Stephen, he's on something. Shut the fuck. No, it don't even. 45 minutes, dog. How Unless old is he's on something. How old is Stephen A.? He's probably late 50s. I don't early think that 60s. Average, like, I don't think the average person period is 45 bro. minutes man 45 minutes is a long time to be doing that type of cardiovascular activity especially if you're not a trained endurance cardiovascular sex person like that's that's a long time i think i think He's 25 a good amount of time 20 minutes in and out what? 25 bro Stephen a. Smith, Stephen a smith is 55 and jay-z is 53 
<laughs> oh, isn't that crazy to think about? That is wild. Like, That's like two wild. years younger than Stephen A. Smith. Like, they probably went to high school together and shit. <laughs> they definitely did. One grew up in Brooklyn, one grew up in North Carolina. <laughs> they were high school. No, nah, Stephen A. Smith is from New York, though. Is he? Yeah. Oh, no, he went to school down in North Carolina. Yeah, he's from the Bronx. Oh, word. Maybe. Shit. I believe. Yeah. Either way, though, he's lying, though. He's, he's lying lie. on his dick. He's lying he's, on his dick. Don't lie on your dick, game. Just be confident. You can get it done. 10 minutes sometimes, 25 minutes sometimes, 45 minutes It's all about sometimes. everyone having a good time. And after 45 minutes, I don't think I'm having a good time no more. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I need we a snack. did everything we could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it again. Hey, hey, come on. Do it like, again. Bro, let's, like, let's, let's get cleaned up, go sit on the couch and watch the Netflix. Right, right I'll see you next time. The Netflix. Yeah, We're sick of it. We done chill. We done chill. Let's go finish the Netflix we started. Yeah, let's go do some other shit. <laughs> let's go do some other shit. <laughs> so got Steven, a whole life out here. Out wide. <laughs> other shit to do outside. Oh, of man. God damn. <laughs> That's funny, bro. That's funny. Ah, shit. You got anything else on the Stephen A stuff? I think he's tripping. He's tripping. I, I really All do. Right. Bro, just let's be open and honest about what's going on. Let's stop making ta- sex so taboo. Like, if you want to have sex with somebody, you should be able to talk to them about what they want, what you want. Your 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 ins, your outs, your yeses, your noes. Stop guessing. You know what doesn't yeah. work? Guessing. Yeah. Don't guess. This ain't the mystery machine. This ain't no game at the carnival. Let's just talk this shit out. <laughs> you imagine two people having completely different ideas of what good sex is, trying to figure it out without talking. <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just talk it out. I know. Talk, talk to your partners. That's like talk. one night stands too, right? It's like the same kind of thing. Oh, and it's, it's been over a decade for me. But damn, like it's a mess. <laughs> like, <laughs> You just don't know what you're doing. Yo, look cool. <laughs> hey, hold this. Are, are we wrestling? What are we doing? Are we dancing? I don't know. I don't know. I know. But yeah, bro, just yeah. Shit. I think that goes with everything. Communication is key. I say it all the time. Everything. Everything. Say it all the time. Um, <laughs> shit. Um. All right. What else going on? I think it's about time we go ahead and get up out, right? Yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's give our flowers. You, you got know, flowers? I got flowers. Go ahead, big dog. I got some flowers. My flowers this week goes out to the one and only Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony getting flowers. Yeah, man. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> and the reason why is because you know, he just had an incredible career, man, and they honor him um, this past week at the ESPYs, and um, you know he's he didn't win, right? So he doesn't have a a championship ring, which is what every player is measured by. Um, but sadly, but it's like he's he's still great, though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we need to like keep him in the same space as everyone else that we that we talk about the LeBrons. You know what I'm saying? The Michael Jordans. Like he's even though he's not a championship player, um, same thing goes for Chris Paul, right? 
if the Warriors don't win before he retires or whatever the case is, same mm-hmm. thing goes goes to him too. Like we need to stop, you know, devaluing greatness and try and just by saying, "Hey, well, they don't have a ring." Well, so the fuck yeah. what? Neither do you, bro. Okay, <laughs> like, but this motherfucker is still a legend in the game. He changed, changed it, bro. He changed the top game. scores, right? Like, like, yeah. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's a he's, what? Like he's, he's what number is he? He's got to be up there in top twenty, right? Scoring all time and like, yeah, he no, he's different. definitely top twenty. He's probably top he fifteen different. or something, man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's he was an iconic player, man. Um, and he represented the New York Knickerbockers for a long, long time. And I always love him. Man. He's a great, great part of our uh, franchise and part of the NBA history as well. So, no doubt. Shout out to Melo. Shout out to Melo. That's a good one. And, I, like, that's the whole point of giving flowers, right? Like, the whole point of this is to pay attention to people while they're here, let them hear it, hear the appreciation, feel the love. And that goes for even people who didn't necessarily do it one way. Like, if there's one thing that proves that you are great at your sport or great at what you do, striving towards that greatness can still be put you in the, le- in the category of legends. Mm-hmm. Like, same shit with Chuck. Charles Barkley never won a chip. He's one of my favorite ball players of all time. And yep, he, exactly. he's a dog. He's an absolute legend. And you see his talents yeah. in other avenues, right? Like he's he's doing golf. He's he's had a 20 plus year career as a broadcaster. There's a whole I'm generation of people yeah. who don't even know Charles Barkley as a ball player. I know. They only know him know. as that dude from TNT. So I hope Carmelo has a, another, you know, if he wants to have it has another career post-NBA uh, that a whole new generation gets to appreciate him in a whole new light. So shout out yeah, to figure it out. Love your flowers. Um, and for me, I've got flowers. I have flowers. And you know what? I feel like I got to change my flowers. So I'm going to give two flowers. My first one is going to go also from the ESPYs, right? So everyone knows the story of Damar Hamlin, the young athlete for the Buffalo Bills who had a very scary situation last NFL season where we thought that man might lose his life mid-game. But if it wasn't for the fast-acting Buffalo Bills uh, athletic training team and medical staff uh, who actually won an award at the ESPYs this year that DeMar got to give to them in a very emotional, very heartfelt... uh, Man, that was was emotional to watch. I uh, I saw it later. Um, I wasn't watching the SBs live, but I saw it as a highlight. And damn, bro, like, just to be in that situation and then come out on the other side and have an opportunity to, in front of your peers, your fellow players, coaches, celebrities, the whole sports world watching, to be able yep. to stand up and really give appreciation to the team that stepped up in, in your moment of crisis. Like, that man's never had a more stressful moment. And those people that saved his life didn't have a more stressful moment likely before that. So for them to all be able to be on that stage and share that moment, um, really, 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 really phenomenal uh, experience for me. And I'm sure for everyone in that building to watch that and witness that. So ESPYs was fun this year. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. A lot Mm -hmm. of fun. Um, And my second flowers are going out to uh, Chief uh, Justice uh Katanji Brown for her dissent after the affirmative action was struck down 
by the Supreme Court. Uh, that was a couple of weeks back, but that was, to me, that was one of the, that was a big step backwards for America. We can talk about that in more detail later, but to take away, uh, after 43 years, affirmative action, which was put into place in response to 400 plus years of of slavery and injustices towards black people like that was a big step back away from away from that but Ketanji Brown uh wrote a phenomenal uh dissent and response to that ruling so if you want to check that out you can go google that uh it's on her website it's on the supreme court website i would go check that out but we've got work to do as a as a nation like we, there's a lot of a lot of dissent there's a lot of uh people talking at each other and not people talking to each other. So again, that's what we want to use this platform for. We want to get conversations started that need to happen. And let me tell you, there are some conversations that need to happen about how the country is going, where we're going, and what it's going to be like when for us to get there together. Because too many people moving in too many different directions, uh, not talking to each other. And it's, it's a lot of conflict. And we're trying to solve that conflict, but we can't do it without communication. So I just wanted to share that, leave that note there. That is dope. And we can go ahead and get up out of here. Appreciate it, man. Hey, always good connecting with you, bro. No doubt, fam. No doubt. It was good chatting. Uh, until next time, peace. Cool. Dope. That was fun.